This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, let's get into our favorite plays on this week's slate. Pick six. Pick six. All right, time to game back that tough guy street cred, Jenks. Let's talk <laughs> some football. All right, let's do it. Come on, guys. I'm a tough guy. Let me get back on that mindset. All right. Seahawks minus three. Oh, she in the there rounds. We there we go. Who doesn't love a square play? Let I'm a square play guy. The Seattle Seahawks hosting the Cleveland Browns, led by second string quarterback PJ Walker. But the head coach of the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, is certain to welcome Cleveland with his shirt off. Okay. You know what? It may be square. I do not care. First of all, can we all agree that the Deshaun Watson trade has been an abject disaster for the Browns, as it should be? When he's healthy, he's a meh quarterback at best. And you know what? The Browns deserve it. Now they have to go to Seattle, where P.J. Walker will want to hand off the football. The problem is... Nick Chubb is out for the season. Jerome Ford is out for this game. So they're down to Kareem Hunt. And Kareem Hunt is just fine. But he's just fine. That's all he is. And guess who surprisingly is a top 10 defense against the run? It is the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, the Browns defense is exceptional. But I don't think Seattle will have to score that much to cover this number. It's only three. And it's square. And I don't care. Seahawks minus three in the Emerald City. Yeah, I'll be on this one as well. It's a squad play. It's time to sell high on the Cleveland Browns for me. Back-to-back wins, including that uh, huge upset over the 49ers. But I think the magic ends here for Cleveland, especially uh, when you have to ride your hopes on your backup quarterback because it looks like Deshaun Watson not playing yet again. Uh, But this is a long trip, a long flight to Seattle. Uh, And also we have questions about the defense for the Browns after giving up, what, 38 points to Gardner Minshew? Yes, it's only one game. Maybe they look better in this one. Uh, But they also haven't been great on the road this season. 0-2 against the spread when playing away from Cleveland. Uh, And plus, Seattle has been great as favorites this year. 3-1 Three and one against the spread as favorites. Their only loss was the first game of the year in a divisional matchup against the Rams. So I'll take the home favorites here and I'll take the alt line. Seahawks minus three is the play. If you want to watch that game, uh, it's going to be uh, a 405 Eastern kick out west. Pick six. Pick six. All right, back to being a tough guy. You know me. I'll, I'll clean up a cat's mess and I'll get back to getting in the <laughs> weight room. You know, doing a bunch of squats, working on my lats, working on my tries, working on my quads. I might have a cracked rib. I'm still back in the game. I'm laying six and a half with the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to follow the money here. And this open Cowboys minus six. And I know you're thinking, whoa, that seems high, right, Jinx. I don't know. You're ta- Hey, you're talking to a tough guy. Tough guys know what they're talking about. All right. Sean McVay has overachieved this season. No question about it. But the one thing that Dallas does extremely well is pressure the quarterback. I think they can get to Matthew Stafford early and often. And yes, before you tell me about Puka Nachua and Cooper Cup and Tutu Atwell, and yes, hell of a trio. But the Cowboys have the third best passing defense in the National Football League. This is just a good matchup for Dallas, especially coming off a bye week. They're 4-1 against the spread 
as favorites this season. Rams, one and four against the spread in their last five games against the Cowboys. It's just a good spot for the Cowboys. They match up well against LA. I'm going Dallas, minus six and a half in Big D. Ooh, let's do it. Uh, if you want to watch that game, it's a 1 p.m. kickoff in the East on Sunday in the Big D. Big six. Big six. All right, next up for me, I'm going to take uh, the kitty cats here, uh, a.k.a. the Bengals. Maybe they're not the kitty cats, but uh, let's take Joe Burrow, who's been fantastic in this role. I'm going to take the Bengals plus four against the Niners because Joe Burrow is the king of underdogs 14 and 2 against the spread when getting more than three points also he's been really good against good teams 18 and 8 against the spread against teams above 500. this is nothing new to him playing good teams on the road he's done it before he's knocked off the chiefs on the road he's knocked off my titans on the road when they were the number one seed in the postseason i think this is a buy low spot on a Bengals team coming off a bye joe burrow should be healthier and plus the niners Probably won't even have Brock Purdy in this one. So I'll take the four points with the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, I like it, Chelsea. I actually like that play quite a bit. I think I will tell you on that. I don't need any analysis. I think it's the right call, especially if we get Sam Darnold at quarterback. Oh, absolutely. It is a 425 kick in the East between Cincy and San Francisco on Sunday. Pick six, pick six. Pick All right. <laughs> Let's just do that the rest of the show. Like not pronounce everything correctly. <laughs> All right. Same game, different picks here. Bears at the Chargers. Okay. Dear baby Jesus, I don't believe it. I'm betting on the Bears. I'm grabbing the points. Perhaps you've heard of a man by the name of Tyson Bajant, Basin Orange, as he's been called. Maybe you've heard of the Harlan Hill Trophy, which is given to the best Division II player in the country. The same award that Tyson Bajant won at Shepherd College. And where is Shepherd College? I had no idea. I had to look it up, and it's in, by God, West Virginia. Dude, the Chargers should not be laying eight and a half points to anyone right now. Brandon Staley's seat is so hot, he's sharing it with the devil, as he should be. This is a letdown spot for the Chargers if there can be one after a loss because they just went and had a divisional game against the Chiefs. Let's roll with the plucky kid, the kid with moxie, the kid who will steal our hearts in Los Angeles at least for one more week. This just seems like way, way too many points here. Bears plus eight and a half against the Chargers. I think the other part of this handicap is the Chargers laying eight and a half points. If you look at the last 24 games for the Chargers, 18 of them have been within seven points. The Chargers ain't Mm -hmm. blowing anybody out. But I think the play for me is, I think it's correlated. Because if you think the Bears can put up some points, you would like the over here. So I'll take the over 46 and a half between the Bears and the Chargers. I think it's a buy low spot on this Chargers offense that's had back-to-back really tough games. Uh, They had to go against the Cowboys and the Chiefs. Those are two of the top four defenses in the NFL when it comes to points per game. Now, you get the Chicago Bears defense, who is uh, the fourth worst defense when it comes to points per game. And also, look at this Chargers defense. 
They are giving up the most passing yards to opposing quarterbacks of any team in the NFL. If there's ever a chance for Tyson Bajan to put up some points here, it's against this Chargers defense. Plus, the Bears have been super hot to the over. Six and one to the over this season. Let's ride the over between the Bears and the Chargers. Oh, I love this. I just love this play. Every From any way you look at it, I think this is a, I like your bet. I like my bet. I'm going to be on that as well. I can't believe, God help me, that I'm so into the Bears and Chargers this weekend. But I am to take the field on Sunday Night Football at 820. You know, is it hard for you, like it is for me sometimes, to say, just put the name of the team aside, put the player on the back of the jersey or the name in front of the jersey aside and just look at the analysis because there's, I, I feel like at least for me, some sort of inherent bias sometimes if you're talking about a bad team or a player that's burned you before. Oh, for sure. Like looking at the bears, like there's absolutely a scenario in which they look terrible. But I think for me, it's, it goes two ways because yes, it can be tough backing the bears, but again, the chargers have played in so many damn close games that I think the number is just too high because at the end of the day, you are playing the number. You are not saying that mm -hmm. the bears are going to win outright. You are saying they're going to keep it within eight points to win your best. What I am nervous about this week though, is how much chaos did we see in the NFL last week? Didn't it feel mm -hmm. like a wonky week where every single public bet uh, ceased to win? So I am not super confident just because it was one of those weeks that kind of makes you like duck for cover. But hopefully this week will not be as chaotic because I think that's the great and awful thing about the NFL is that sometimes it's just unpredictable. So hopefully this week yes. goes a little better, at least for me. I well, I'm the same way. I did not have a good week in the NFL. And I honestly, I honest to God, don't even know how my pick six went or my three picks in the NFL went last week. I can assure you they probably went one for two or over three. I just at a I did a cursory look at the scoreboard. I was like, oh, this doesn't seem good at all. But sometimes that's just the the danger, and it, it's one of the pitfalls that comes with betting on the NFL. That's why I believe these are the sharpest lines on the board always. Oh, for sure. And sometimes we'll just see anomalies. Like I had the under in the Colts and Browns game. It might have been the highest scoring game of the entire slate. That one ended 39 to 38, despite the Browns having one of the best defenses in the NFL. So here's hoping and praying to the betting gods that we don't see that kind of chaos again this week. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.